Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast, and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. The retired police officer and retired college baseball umpire joins us every single week for very strong opinions and very random thoughts. Once again, here's the one and only Bill Barnes. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Uh, We should add one other uh, tidbit to that resume. Sure. I'm also a retired uh, short order cook at Palo Chicken, circa 1976, (laughs) 77, Riverside, California, at the corner of University in Chicago where I slaved away over a hot fry stove for many Friday nights, giving up my social life to make a measly $15 a week and for gas money. But I did meet Richard Petty, Bobby Allison, a lot of the racers that used to race at Riverside International Raceway. Wow. That and perhaps um, a dollar will give you a bag of chips out of a uh, vending machine. So just want to throw that out. Wow. We, we got to update the resumes here. That's, that's what you're saying. It's huge. I, uh, we'll, we'll get them posted. I mean, huge. I want accuracy here. On I would the have to, I, I, I used to go home and my mother would make me get undressed in the garage because I smelled like a big piece of fried chicken. <laughs> and uh, I was greasy, filthy, a rotten mess. And that was my Friday nights. And that's why I probably grew up very, very socially awkward because I didn't have a normal junior and senior year because Friday nights, I had to spend working, working as a kid, kind of a novel. Uh, I know that, uh, that approach and that. That's, that's child abuse. Child, it's, it's absolute child abuse. Child's that's labor? Why, that's why I'm scarred to this day. Oh, my goodness. I, anyway, I, anyway, I'm so that's sorry. A, that's a whole other set of. Uh, hey, I mean, I'm so sorry, Bill. I, I knew you. dive into it some other point in time. I knew you had a rough background, but my goodness, that's, yeah. that is just a heartbreaking, Bill. Little Bill Barnes. Yeah, just thinking, I mean, and look where he's at now, guys. Yeah doing a podcast uh, weekly God, I've, I've really gone up in the world yeah <laughs> span of 45 years i've gone from bad to worse well bill walked in this morning uh hot hot as his cup of coffee he was he was ready to go uh lots of things to talk about we just filmed our facebook live show kind of the preview appetizer of what we're going to talk about so uh thanks for all those who have watched that and hopefully we get a few more questions here but let's start it off with some questions today but let's start yeah, it off a little absolutely. loose let's go let's let, let's, let's go happy yeah, let's get stupid yeah <laughs> shall we 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 cannot it's it is not a weekly wednesday wayne without you but also our good friend margie margie margie, margie bless you my dear i'm i've i've uh, heard from you this week you're doing better you got the uh you got that little minor surgery out of the way and you're on to bigger, better things. And uh, you look great. You sound great. You probably are great. And um, anyway, you have a question. Yes. What's the question? Yes. This was written in. Uh, Margie's always so uh, proper too, but she always sends a nice email, just nice format. You know, we take any communication here, but I do appreciate the, uh, the nice emails, Margie. She says, Hey, Matt and Bill, I wanted to say thank you for the nice shout out last week. 
two years cancer-free so far. Absolutely. Great stuff. She says, makes you appreciate every day that much more. Happy to hear it. She says, so here's a question for Bill. I recently got a ticket. Is there anything I could have done or said to get out of it? And what stories do you have about what women have offered you, Bill, to get out of a ticket? I guess that's two questions. Thanks, Margie. I can't wait to hear Bill's answers on these. Okay. Let's, let's take the second half of that question first. <laughs> what women have offered me. Okay. License um, and registration, ma'am. And then. I was always very paranoid that our internal affairs people were doing some type of, uh, <laughs> of uh, <clears throat> sting operation. So anytime I, I stopped a woman, I was very professional, very, very above board. Even when they showed me body parts that usually were, were you know, like, wow, I would maintain my professionalism and go about my business, whether I cited them or went off with a warning. My particular, so that we'll leave it at that. My personal philosophy on ticket writing was as, as follows. My job, usually as a, as a patrol officer back in the day, was not to, do, to ruin a person's day. I was there to serve, protect, and take care of business. If I witnessed a moving violation, which um, something of the effect where it almost caused an accident or was unsafe, I would, I had the mindset, especially if I stopped someone that in my opinion was not, I repeat, N-O-T, the enemy, okay? Your eight to five ham and egg housewife, person on their way to work, tax-paying good citizen that supported police or didn't support police. I don't really care. My philosophy was to educate until such time as we needed to be punitive. And in that case, if they talked themselves into a ticket with their attitude, they got a ticket. Mm -hmm. However, if you're, if it, most of the folks you stop that do something like that are not the enemy. They are not against you. They are, they are good folks who support police. The last thing in the world I want to do is shift that philosophy to not like us. Now, um, a lot of people realized I screwed up. I probably deserve that ticket and probably would not be so negative towards cops. However, I wanted to just maintain that, that, that extra positive and warn them educate, smile, have a nice day, be on your way. This is a warning, you know, uh, be safe. So Margie, if I stop Margie, I would not, I would not, I, 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 unless she got really, you know, uh, mouthy with me and, 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 and talked herself into a ticket. It's a warning. What would be something someone would say that talked them into a ticket, maybe a little disrespect or something. Well, let's see. The, uh, maybe at nighttime, <laughs> I stopped someone and I maybe smelled a little bit of uh, alcoholic uh, mm -hmm. and I said, have you been drinking? And they said, yeah, and I'm horny too. Okay. That's usually going to not, that's not going to, um, <laughs> that's not going to end well. No, no. All right. Something if they wanted to be a bigger comedian than me, um, that's usually didn't, didn't bode well. Don't do that. Um, I stopped a guy one time and he said, you're a disgrace to the uniform. You need a haircut. <laughs> And I said, well, you know, uh, I guess if I write one more ticket, I'll have enough money to get one. 
and he got scratched and off off he went <laughs> that's a good one um you know things like that okay. if it's a personal insult okay you hear all these theories right everyone everyone who who everyone thinks they understand like umpires oh they made that call for this reason or whatever and i got a, qu- a question you about uh cops and ticket writing mm-hmm. every all citizens out there thinks oh he's just trying to make his quota are there these such no, things as quotas no, no there are expectations 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 you see now, how the language I, I, I matters will, i will say this if if you get stopped by a motorcycle officer uh-huh. in, a, in, a, in a city municipality their job is to write tickets their job is to generate income through tickets and enforce the vehicle code as written you're probably not going to get off with a warning motorcycle cops are there for one reason and that is to write tickets they don't handle burglaries they don't go out and respond to uh strong-arm robberies um, in fact, they'll go the other way when one of those comes out. All right. They would much rather write a uh, the, uh, expired registration ticket than handle a bank robbery. Okay. okay? So if motor cop stops you, um, just be ready for the ticket because it's 99% going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened. A short story about why I turned into a educator rather than a, um, a, a ticket writer. When I was a young cop, very young, probably in my first six months on the job, we had expectations when I worked for the Upland Police Department. Whether this way, whether they are this way now, some 38 years later, I doubt. Okay. But they had expectations. You needed so many monthly moving citations to be in good standing. It was like the 29th of the month, and I was running, running low. And um, so it's like 1230 in the morning in Upland on a Tuesday night, Tuesday morning, Wednesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. But the only thing open at that time of night is San Antonio hospital. All right. Oh, so I went and sat over there. I waited for people to come out. I got behind them and this lady, and I feel like a complete smacked ass to this day. (laughs) You're awful. I am awful. This lady, probably because she just got through working a 12 hour shift in uh, surgical intensive care, probably a nurse. She, kind of straight over the over the white line a little bit she's thinking about her patients exactly so i lit her up pulled her over and she was the nicest sweetest woman and she was probably in her mid-50s then so she's probably not with us anymore if you do the math god bless her and she was was absolutely officer i understand why yes yes you're she was so sweet and the asshole me 23 year old jackass smart ass full head of hair all that thinking he's you know you know crispier than a than a than a bag of potato chips i write her a ticket for lane straddling what a chicken shit (laughs) ticket that was and she was oh absolutely officer what do i sign oh yes thank you very much sweetest woman in the world 15 minutes after i wrote that ticket i thought to myself bill you asshole you complete (laughs) smacked ass what is wrong with you that could have been your mother this is a nurse she if if god forbid you get hurt and you get wheeled into that place she's the one that's gonna you know uh bandage you up and put you back together maybe and i'm going what what is wrong with you so guess what i did guess what i did matt i she was a local resident i drove to her house i knocked on her door she goes oh my god what 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 do i I do now i said ma'am give me the ticket give me the ticket she gave it to me. I tore it up right in front of her. I went back to my car. I tore up the ticket. I said, I will never, ever stoop to this kind of low down, um, you know, l- low rent shit ever in, in, 
the rest of my life. Mm. Oh, oh, These, this lady was not the enemy. That's my point. Yeah. She's not the enemy. She's one of us. <laughs> well, on that note, let's talk about uh, how much we support police and how great they are. Bill, I mean, hey, it's good to know you, had a, you got a conscience at least. That was I, to this day. To this day, I still have, I still have nightmares about it. Like what an <laughs> asshole I was. I deserve probably to get to get uh, ambushed and 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 uh, you know beaten within an inch of my life later that night for doing that. And that's why I realized, Bill, what are you doing? Yeah. And I went to her house. Let's throw this one back. I went to her house. Yeah. Good. And man. I said, this this fish isn't worth it. We're throwing it back. No. No. Absolutely. So well, anyway, there you go. So what would be your advice? To Margie or Daniel, just, just, well, first of all, this is a good topic in general, you know, all kidding aside, like, I mean, be respectful, be polite. Um, they pulled you over for a reason. Hopefully they're not, they're not looking for expectations uh, to, and, and they just want to, you know, I don't know. Well, if, it, if it's Go a traffic home. cop or a highway patrolman, that's their job. Yeah. That is their job. That's what they get paid to do. Just like butchers get paid to slice bologna or cut meat. That is their job. So the guys doing this manner lady, they're doing their job. It was a little different when you're a regular, you know, uh, 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 pushing a pushing a beat and going out and working as a we used to call them, you know, pushing a sled in in a in a typical beat. It yeah. was a little different. I'm curious what Margie got pulled over for. Uh, it was probably what do you what do you think, Bill? Margie, you, you speeding? You roll a stop sign? What'd you what'd you do? I'm oh, going to say uh, she probably had a brake light out. Oh, okay. And you know, or something. I don't know. Margie's kind of a, you know, she's she's not one to break the law. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. It, Margie, if you're listening, well, she's not listening right now because uh, uh, we're doing, we're taping. Tape delay, but, tape delay. but if you, when you get this, uh, when you see this, Margie, let us know what it got, what, what, what yeah. the stop was for. Yeah, absolutely. Hope, we'll hope. arbitrate it right here on uh, live tell on live uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll, 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 we'll get traffic to the bottom court. of this. Yeah, yeah traffic court. We, sure. we do it all here at the podcast. Uh, okay, this one I kind of like from our good man Kevin Scarpio up in the high desert, the uh, athletic trainer up there at the uh, the high school at Alonto. Uh, he said, "What are the best heckles you have heard as an umpire from either a coach, player, or fan?" that made you have to acknowledge the comment and bill was there any good cop jokes you heard on the line of duty these are some good questions kevin's thank you so much all right as far as cop jokes um yeah um <laughs> <laughs> oh we forgot to say uh all this uh the uh <laughs> today's episode contains explicit content yes. that now, may not be suitable <laughs> now again this is a joke i in no way condone i have not heard this oh no I have, I in no way condone what I'm, what, what we're going to delve into here. Oh boy. But it's a joke, people, a joke. And guess what? I know someone's going to find it offensive. I know someone's going to bitch and complain, but again, it's a joke. And again, I'm saying, I don't agree with it. I think it's egregious, but it's, no, wait. But it's pretty funny. <laughs> is this a cop joke? I, this is my Kevin's is the question cop jokes or jokes told by cops told by cops oh i don't know where okay. I don't like and it has something going. to do with law enforcement and victimization mm. of a certain person okay okay we can edit all right <laughs> okay and again again it's it, it, it's a joke people oh boy. all right i'm terrified what do you say to a woman with two black eyes oh nothing you've already told her twice bill okay bill that's not funny that is what not is, funny. What does a woman do? What's Bill. the first thing a woman does when she gets home from the domestic violence shelter? 
the dishes if she's smart. Oh, okay. Again, folks, completely deplorable. I'm going to hell for even repeating that. I'm not making light of it. It's just there's some sick fucks out there that say stuff like that. You just alienated our three female listeners. No, no. If they know me, they know that. Bill! That is not. I'm just reporting. Okay. You I'm didn't make reporting. the joke up. I didn't you, make it up. You just met, I didn't make relaying. it up. I'm just relaying sick, twisted humor, folks. Sick, twisted humor. <sighs> okay. And as far as being on the field. Okay. We'll go <laughs> yeah, let's transition let's, to that. Let's, yeah. let's, let's change the oh path here very, very soon. As far as on the field, um, from a co up in, when I was in play, working in a pin ball, I was in Edmonton one night and a Calgary, Calgary, Edmonton, they had a big rivalry and I'm working second base and the Calgary pitcher in the bottom, the bottom of the first inning is just getting lit up. He is just getting torched. And this Edmonton kid hits a one hopper and it's on Astro turf and it's the hard surface. The ball gets at you quick. The ball damn near hits me. Okay. <laughs> I jump out of the way. The second baseman tries to field it. He fucks it up and two more runs score. The pitcher starts blaming me for that. Right. Get out of the way. Yeah, he goes, Man, where's your athleticism? I go, I go, I go throw strikes, get somebody out and then pop off. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going at it pretty good. And um, the, finally, then the manager uh, comes out and gets him and he's go, coming off the mound and I'm back out. I'm out in like short center field now trying to get away from him. And he's just launching. Right. So finally I run him. I said, you know, get the fuck out of here. And I launch him. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, boots day. And for those of you that follow baseball, Boots Day, Google him. Legendary old original Montreal Expo from 1969. Played a little bit with the Cubs. Just a he he was in his early 60s at the time. He looked like he was a walking dead man. He was he looked like he was 90. He's a veteran baseball Boots, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Boots starts screaming at me, go tuck your ears in your ass. <laughs> and I thought, tuck my ears in my ass. That's a good one. And I chuckled a little bit. So that was pretty good. And then as luck would have it, we went out after the game. And guess who's in the bar? It's Boots and um, the pitching coach, Mike Snyder. Both great guys, okay? And so we did our best to avoid them, you know? And, of course, uh, Boots comes over and gives me a drink. He goes, that was a pretty good one, wasn't it? I go, hey, man. I go, yeah. I go, really good. He goes, yeah, and fuck the guy that you launched. He's an asshole. <laughs> and so from then on, we go, hey, sit down. Let's have a, you know, we'll drink yeah, to that. yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyway, that's a pretty good one. I was, I, I think I might've told this one before, um, but I was in San Luis Obispo on a warm Sunday afternoon. Um, <clears throat> this was 2014. I was still married then to my second wife and she accompanied me to the, on, on this road trip. She was in the stands behind first base, which is where San Luis dugout was warm unseasonably warm San Luis Obispo day beautiful out 85 degrees nice little breeze it was gorgeous that meant when the sun's out the clothes are off <laughs> and there was the front row behind the San Luis dug San Luis dugout had nothing but crisp young coeds behind ah, there little beach and, club yes and the entire series had 
not really gone San Luis way. And there was a lot of close calls and I was unfortunately involved in a lot of them. Got them right. <sighs> who, who will we ever know? Really close call at first base. Really close call at first base. And I called the San Luis kid out. He was probably out by one thirty second of a step. Okay. And the San Luis dugout erupts. Um, Larry Lee, the coach, nicest man in the world. Nicest man. Nice man. Would not say shit if he had a mouthful. He came out on the play. He goes, Bill, my God, we haven't had a break all, all, all for three days. I said, Larry, I go, it's instinct, man. He was out. I go, let's, we'll look at it on tape later. And if you're right, you know, I'll, I'll buy you, you know, I'll get all the peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> you can eat. Okay. I knew he wasn't a drinker. So, you know, we usually just bribed him with booze. So he goes back to the dugout and um, just as he's walking back, it's quieted down. And these three scantily clad co-eds stand up and they in unison scream, Hey blue, Hey blue. Does your wife know you've been fucking us all weekend? And I, the first base coach started laughing. I start laughing. The first baseman is dying. And I look up and guess who's sitting three rows behind him. The, the wife they speak yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, And I, I kind of, and, and I kind of, under my breath, I go, I don't know, ask her. She's three rows behind you. And I thought that was probably the all-time best. That's a tough one to beat. That's a tough one to beat. Oh, boy. And I chuckled. The first base coach, I thought he was, he was going to, you know, urinate himself. And uh, even the first baseman, I go, have they, I go, did they do that? And he goes, oh, yeah. I mean, he goes, that's their, that's their 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 go-to phrase go to i said okay so i'm not the first one that's uh, gotten that he goes oh no it's so, anyway it, it's tough i i can speak for most sub when something funny happens on the field or you hear something there's nothing harder than trying to not laugh or crack a smile when something is really hilarious like that i mean you bite your lip you do everything you can to just because like, you hear it oh oh yeah you hear it people say that, that I'm, no bullshit you, you hear it. it out you just can't react to it yeah you just usually mutter things under your own breath, but uh, I, you know, I, I would say nothing for me on, as far as being on the field, there was nothing quite as glamorous as that. Um, unfortunately, you know, I am not a, uh, I'm not a, I'm a short, uh, rather, rather heavy set guy, Bill, you know, and, and uh, especially You're kidding me. Yeah. I, I, you I, know. I, I thought I was sitting next to, to uh, Joe Weider here. <laughs> Good Lord. I thought no. you just came off Venice muscle beach. That's right. That's right. Boy, boy, I'm, I'm not, a, I need to educate myself. <laughs> don't I? Not a, not a great, uh, great specimen that I am. So, uh, and then I'm not very tall. So I, you know what? I got a lot at this one stadium and it, when you had a three game series, you were just like, Oh, okay. I'm going to get this for three straight days. I got the uh, the Oompa Loompa treatment quite a bit uh, from the hey Oompa Loompa, get, you know Oompa Oompa Loompa. I think yeah, was what they were yelling go. at me, and uh, I was just like, oh boy. Uh, so that one, uh, I also got called uh, no Oompa Loompa. That was a big one. Um, oh, and I was in Iowa, Clinton, Iowa. Don't go there. Um, any part of Iowa. Any part of Iowa. Iowa sucks. Oh folks. my god. Iowa is the absolute. Uh, bloody hemorrhoid of the united bloody states <laughs> okay bill feel the dreams is there come on man oh but so i was there and some guy he was you know it was like 50 cent beer night and he's just hammering me and you know there was a call and anyway he yelled at me every couple pitches 
And like, he was getting funnier and funnier. And then he finally yelled at me, uh, you know, Oh, don't worry, blue. You'll need a new job. You'll get a new job soon. And then he said, but don't worry, you'll still get Obamacare or something like that along those lines. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was all going on at the time. So he yelled that, um, but Oompa Loompa was a, was a big one. I could see that. Oh, uh, Bobby Hill, Bobby Hill, Bobby. <laughs> hey, Bobby Hill. What are you? I, I have not heard that. You are a spinning image. <laughs> Holy shit. Bobby Hill, go back to the king of, <laughs> that is hilarious. King of the hill. That is funny. I'm going, oh, man, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who it is, look it up. Bobby Hill. Like, oh, man, I'm just a target. And I am and I signed up to do this. People are yelling at me. Uh, there was uh, Buddy Lee. Buddy Lee. That was kind of from some friends. But anyway, they're not nice. They're not nice. You never get anything shouted at you nice, you know? No. Typically. Oh, no. But uh, and as far as coaches, I mean, you got you did a coaches one and a heckler one. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll move on from there. Well, one more baseball thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Let's go. Our good friend, George Horton. Really? George took a spill. Oh, took a spill. I guess he was a, he was watching a USC game, fell in the stands. He broke six ribs and displaced a couple. I oh, texted George. with him the other day. I saw it. His, his daughter uh, released that news. So I, I texted with him and. God bless George is obviously um, uh, took some meds and he's feeling better. He was on some, some, some feel good medicine. And he, he, <laughs> he has, t- and we wish the best to him. He's recuperating at home. Um, so George shout out, get better. Um, one of these days we're going to, we're going to, when the heat, when the, uh, when the ribs heal, we'll get you on the show. And I want you to laugh and not be, and not have it be painful when you do. Because I have broken a rib. He oh. asked me, he goes, Bill, have you ever broken a rib? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it ain't fun. Oof, man. Yeah. I, I did it. I, I wish I was as glamorous. You know, I say it was a baseball injury. I did it in Wichita, Kansas. I fell off a bar stool. I think the waitress was there was trying to slip me a Mickey. <laughs> and I fell off the bar stool, broke a rib. And Oof. this is early in the, in, early in the uh, American Association season. And... I had to withstand that pain for about two months. A drinking injury. Uh, yes. And then about a month into it, catcher gets crossed up and I take one right to that spot. Mm. I swear to God to you, I invented new swear words. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought I was starting to breathe easier, <laughs> I, get a, I, get a, I get a 95 mile an hour fastball right where the break was. And you, let me tell you something. Uh, if someone, nobody, no, the, there was no trainer, that, nothing, because I would have probably just punched them if they came out. Oh, so boy. Off. They I, knew better. They left me alone. Nobody said shit the rest of the game. And that was not fun. So oh. a broken rib, there's nothing you can do for it. You said he was watching USC I, game? All I know is he was at a, at a USC game, took, fell in the stand. I don't know how it happened, but he fell and, um, I guess those seats are hard, you know, and uh, George is recovering and he is missing his grandson's. uh, He's not being able to coach third base at his grandson's T-ball games. Yeah. Tape it up. So tape it up. Let's go. I'm thinking, George, you got to You got to play hurt, man. Let's go. Get out there. Who's going to wave those kids home? I I mean, come on. Yeah. Get them home safe. Get them home safe, George. So anyway, shout out to George. Get better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's see. We talked about uh, Marge. We got some other baseball topics, but let's. Let's let's step aside from uh, questions in baseball for a second, and let's talk about some breaking news that occurred this week, Bill, with the governor 
of California, hopefully former, soon former governor of California, the dictator that he is, Gavin Newsom. Guess what? They've reached enough signatures to officially recall him, Bill, when we've been told for months that it was a conspiracy and it would never happen. Well, first of all, he's getting exactly what he deserves. Second of all, it is not this Republican Trump-backed conspiracy that he's trying to convince people, okay? People aren't that stupid, okay? It's Democrats, Republicans, independents. People in California are fed up with his dictatorial, hypocritical way of governing. You know, he is patron. He's he's patronizing. He he talks to you like you're a, you're 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 a three year old. He's not a good leader. Terrible leader. It's shown, and the people of California have risen. And you know what? Whether he likes it or not, it happened. And regardless if he is if he's ousted, he still has to go through this thing. He's got to go out in politic. He's got to get off his sweet little, you know, uh, fairy ass, and you know, comb his hair, and go out and 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 um, you know, try to buy back the, the the governorship. And the problem I see is that I don't see any really really like wow. There's no wow factor in someone running against him. Caitlyn Jenner is doesn't have the tools, excuse the pun, to do this. Or maybe she does have the tools still. I, I don't know. Don't care to know. And, you know, I, I, the, the uh, John Cox, he's a Republican. Kevin Faulkner, I think he's just a, he's a Republican in name only in San Diego. He let that town go to shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not sure what is his competition to be quite honest with you but but it's going to make him go through the 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 you know the uh, the drill of having to campaign and make promises that again he won't keep and the only reason in my opinion that things are better for him is because he's finally realized that his way of doing things was completely ass backwards his handlers obviously who are a little more common sense um uh loaded have talked to him and he's finally listening but do you really think he's he's learned anything or i mean i don't think he's he's realized anything it's just no, like no, no, no. oh i'm no, being no. recalled you, you can't you can't teach a, an old you know shitty dog new tricks okay <laughs> and in his case that's what it is so he's just playing the game he's playing this the is game. not some vast right-wing conspiracy no uh that no, has you know no there are so many small business Mom and pop, uh, we don't have democratic. Those. We don't have those anymore in California. Uh, well, because he closed them all down. I know. Okay. <laughs> there are people that were probably that once supported him. And now that he completely defecated all over them and their business and their life, there's no, there, he's not, they're not taking give ups on this guy now. He's yeah. done with them. Mm -hmm. So, um, folks, do your homework, look at the facts and, 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 and move forward. There'll be some, you know, various people in the running here. And I think if we have, you know, California, we have something to compare it to, which was uh, the, the 2004, like 2003, yeah. whatever that was with Gray Davis, you know, a lot of people threw their, their hat in the ring and that ultimately came down to only a couple of people with Schwarzenegger, obviously uh, taking, taking the reins, but um, it's going to be interesting who people throw their, their support behind. Uh, more than likely, probably another Democrat. Honestly, it's California. It's I, I, I unfortunately, I think that that Gavin will probably with, will will survive this, and he, but then 
someone needs to gear up and I mean, gear up fast and unseat him in the regular election in next year, yeah. 2022, because this state cannot afford four more years of not only him, but his idiotic appointees. Remember folks, he was the one that appointed George Gascone to the district attorney in San Francisco. That slimy son of a bitch has never won an election in his life. Okay. Except for the LA one, which, you know, Jackie Lacey lost. Okay. And it's guys like him that he's appointing. He appointed a, a, a worthless, very, very, very liberal non uh, law and order guy to attorney general, or was it attorney general? Yes. And now the Sacramento attorney, uh, Sacramento DA, her name escapes me right now. She's going to run against him and hopefully she gets it because she's pretty much law and order and doesn't take any, any crap. Well, the- so again, it's not only him, but it's the people that he appoints. Well, it's the destruction. His of the, agenda is dog shit. There's nothing he sta- he stands for. You know, all this preaching of safety, all this preaching of uh, I have your best interests at heart. Listen to me. I will take care of you. People want to take care of themselves. People want to want to live their lives, make their own money. Uh, f- you know, form their own path. Not not be told how to live, how to be afraid. He has scared more people in the state uh, in the past year th- than I think. Uh, realize it and a lot of people have said you know what I'm, I'm not being afraid anymore you gavin newsom has run california into the ground and if you don't believe that you you think otherwise look around at other states around the country california new york uh michigan have been so poorly run so poorly run you can criticize texas florida all you want mississippi but you know what they're doing just fine they're doing just fine. They're open and they've done the exact opposite of those other three uh, empires of Michigan, New York, and California. So uh, Gavin Newsom, I'm, I'm glad to see this officially happen and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Uh, you hit it right on the nose as far as uh, good governorship, good leadership versus piss poor. And this state has been piss poor. Mm crazy all he cares all he all all we are to gavin newsom are ballot numbers that's Mm -hmm. all we are we are nothing but like like when i was you know working for you know at the job you know people would tell me hey bill you're crazy you think the chief of police cares about you all you are is an employee number Mm -hmm. you're right you're right no, that's you know, true. There's I no mean, difference between me and a records clerk no, we're all just employees to him and and on a lesser note like you and i both umpired like there were guys that like believe that like, you know, certain people in baseball, whether it be coaches or administrators or signers or other umpires, like we're just bases. We're, we're not, umpire. People think, oh, they care about us. No one cares about you. No, no you're like, a base. You're a, you're a piece of equipment out there. That's all we are. That's yeah. all we are. They don't care. So they that's just care. a comparison, but they yeah. So uh, Gavin Newsom, the recall is on. And so this is, uh, here we are in April. So when it will, the, the any, I recall believe any start? time between August and uh, October. Okay. They can do the, they can do the, uh, the uh, ele- special election. And then if nothing else, it will be one year from there yes. in November of yes. 22 that yes. he is up for re-election. Yes. Uh, yes. De-election if we yes. can. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause people who run businesses, I've been out and about a little bit more now, Bill, and it's funny that some people here in California have said, sort of said, screw it. You know, they're just like, we're going to be open. Sorry. Or, you know, masks, wear it if you want, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to post the signs everywhere to protect themselves. Even drive-thrus. <laughs> they post 
both sides. <laughs> so wear a mask when you hand someone money. I'm like, what? Well, today, there's supposed to be a new um, uh, guideline from the CDC on mask wearing outside. And I'm really, really, hopefully this this will break while we're out, while we're doing this and we can we can kind of uh, uh, touch on what the new guidelines are. I think it's absolutely asinine to wear a mask outside. I don't give a shit if you've been vaccinated or not vaccinated. Wearing a mask outside, unless you're French kissing somebody outside, you're not going to pass <laughs> the virus. Okay. So if let's, 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 you know, let's cut the craziness and shed these fucking masks outside. Yeah. Stop I it. think it's complete crap. I, 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 you know, they shouldn't, you shouldn't have to wear them at a, at a, at a baseball game outside either. Well, you don't understand. You don't in Dallas. No, yeah, Arlington. I mean, no, and they're, they're they're keeling over dead daily down there, aren't they? There, they there is literally body bags outside the, the stadium. I'm not, I mean, we're not making life of people, you know, light of people dying on this, but you know what? It doesn't happen when you're outside at a sporting event, or outside in an eatery, or outside at a concert, or outside walking, or outside, you know, brushing your dog, or whatever the hell you're doing. It doesn't happen outside, especially. During the daylight, when you have a breeze and there's sunshine, it doesn't happen. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but occasionally I stay at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> okay, it, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, it doesn't. And uh, so here's some of the CDC guidelines that were released. Every time I see new guidelines, breaking loose. We got bre is breaking. This breaking? This, All right, let's hear it. This broke uh, this today. Is, this is. Uh, let's see. In a White House COVID briefing Tuesday, Doctor Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC, and said science shows. Said science shows. I love that phrase. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Amazing. Science shows. Uh, there are, quote, many situations where fully vaccinated people do not need to wear a mask, particularly if they are outdoors. That is brand new information. Didn't Dr. Barnes just say that a second ago? <laughs> Didn't Dr. Barnes just get this pontificate that? Outside. Yes. Fully vaccinated. Uh, you probably don't need to wear it. Well, why would you... <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison to that, Bill. Hey, um, uh, I'm not even going to try. Uh, that is unbelievable. Those who are fully vaccinated or 14 days post-second dose uh, or two weeks past the Johnson dose can attend a small outdoor gathering with people who are vaccinated or unvaccinated, unvaccinated or dine with friends from multiple households without a mask. What? Who writes this stuff down? And people actually follow this? You have to live. Wait, what household are you in? What? What are you? Are you serious? CDC guidelines. Wow. We got to come up with, here's what I want everyone to do. Listeners out there. I want you to who's in charge of the CDC. Is it captain obvious? <laughs> I don't know if the, that high of a rank, uh, maybe Lieutenant or, uh, I don't know, Sergeant. Well, you know what? Better than sooner, sooner, better than never. I better, want people to hear better, like, better later than never, I yeah. guess, whatever the hell. Here's a fun game. I want people to, for the podcast, send in your best acronyms for CDC, what you think the CDC stands for. Let's have some fun with this. Email us at the show. Completely delusional collection. <laughs> How's that? That's that's not bad for a start. Right off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't, can't do now. Well, anyway, you, you understand what we say. Come on, listeners. This is your time to be- uh, All five of you, please. All five. Get us next week. I want us to- be talking about some of these uh, these fun uh, guys. So so as far as guidelines from the CDC, more nothing, more nothing, uh, really of uh, obvious stuff that uh, some people. Can you imagine, Bill? There's some people that sit 
on pins and needles, watching the news, watching, okay, what, are, wait, what, are, let me write these down. What are the guidelines? Okay. I need to do this. Okay. Now I need to do that. Like there's people that live that way. That's not living. No, it's not. And you know what? God bless them. I guess there's so. nothing we can do for them. No, <laughs> they're already tainted. Nothing we can do. They're we gone. can work with you or we can work around. They are infected. Uh, no pun. In, pun uh, anyway, uh, Bill, let's, let's bounce around. Okay. Last week we discussed, I thought we had a pretty good show. We talked about the uh, verdict in the Chauvin case. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about uh, two different shootings. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, the accident by uh, the um, officer. What was her name? Excuse me. It's slipping, slipping Kim Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, that that uh, mistake shooting uh, there outside of Minneapolis. And then um, it was kind of the same day as the verdict. Uh, we had, there was a shooting in um, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. We talked about that shooting last week. Absolutely, one hundred percent justified. Yes, and how? Uh, well, and and then we've seen backlash, of course, because people are uh, lunatics. But you know, I have heard so many different. Well, she was sixteen. How could you shoot her? Uh, she was about to stab someone else. That's how you shoot her. And I said it on Monday. If someone I know is going to get stabbed by someone, I hope the police act. Don't fire a warning shot. No. I hope they, they handle business. It's unfortunate, but you know what? You, you, you act a certain way. There's consequences. So um, you know who had strong opinions about this, shockingly, uh, was none other than Mr. LeBron James. I'm, I know you've read his tweets, Bill. You've seen how irresponsible he's been. I want you to now comment on what you feel after hearing from uh, the the wisdom that was LeBron James last week regarding the shooting of Makai Bryant. Okay, first of all, a very, very, very uh, ignorant statement. It shows his ignorance to life in general. It shows how fucking uneducated he is, okay? Uh, it shows how he has been coddled as a professional athlete since he was probably in high school, okay? He doesn't probably, he's never probably uh, done a dish in his life. He's never probably uh, cleaned up after himself in his life. He has people that do everything for him. He doesn't carry his own bags on a trip. He doesn't probably open his own doors. He probably, if someone is there to feed him, there's probably someone there to spoon feed him, okay? People do everything for him, and he has never probably been in a situation where it's been life and death and all that. Yeah. He grew up on the streets of Akron, Ohio and all that. Oh, come on, Bill. He's had the ball late in the fourth quarter down by a point. That's life or death, isn't it? Well, yeah, that certainly is. (laughs) Boy, I'll I'll tell you. Um, So he didn't wait for the facts. He shot his mouth off before even OJ, our good friend, our good friend, Mr. Simpson in Las good, Vegas, Nevada, what about good friend, but yeah. on the uh, golf course weighed in and said he was out of line. And if there's one guy that knows the it's a, danger, it's a knife expert of, of, of stabbing somebody <laughs> to death, not only one person, but two people it's, 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 so it's much. the juice. Okay. The juice, the juice okay. is loose. And so again, uh, OJ was one to say, Hey, Hey, wait till the facts are in, you know, in this particular situation, he said the cop did what he had to do. And, and he said that he's against defunding the police, Mm -hmm. you know, and why wouldn't he be, why wouldn't he be? I mean, 
uh, the best cops money could buy in L.A., uh, he could he beat them. He had beers and sodas for him every weekend before Absolutely. he committed that murder. Absolutely, and, uh, man. You know, so OJ ahead of his OJ. Time. Wait, wait, hey, juice. <laughs> like I said on my post a couple week a week or so ago, keep hitting it straight off the tee and watch the slice. <laughs> oh, joking about a double homicide only at the Get Home Safe podcast. Wow, Bill. No, <laughs> hey, he didn't do his. Hey. It was proven that he. Oh right, I'm sorry, my bad. Criminally, he, he innocent, was, innocent. He was, he was he was not guilty, not innocent, not guilty. That's criminally, yeah. Okay, and I'll tell you, man. He, I've seen him on the streets of West LA in the last 25 years, 27 years, however long it's been. I've seen him on the streets of LA, West LA, still hunting for that killer. I have too. He's got a posse out there nightly. He's got uh, canvassing the area. One glove on, yeah. as uh-huh. you know, yeah. carrying as always. So. Um, OJ, you're still a bad man. Mm. You got away with double murder. You know, I don't know whether to 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 congratulate you or completely. Uh, you know, that's pretty sickening, man. Yeah, so it's pretty sickening. Anyway, um, with the help of of Gil Garcetti, Eric's dad, with the help of uh, Mayor or, or Judge Ito, you know, and Johnny Cochran, God rest his soul, ran the courtroom yeah. in that whole trial. Mm-hmm. It was Johnny's court. It was Johnny's Johnny's. I, I court. could spend I could spend so many different episodes so, talking about yeah. that case. Anyway, so, that's a whole different set of dog shit. Uh, 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 you know, that's a whole different whole. Thing. I wish when Bill and I know uh, this is going off the path here, but we can. Yeah. We got time. I was I was when I was living at Bill's uh, back in the the year of our Lord twenty sixteen. Uh, it was only six months or so, but um, it was either then or right after that is when that OJ Simpson. FX thing mm-hmm. came on mm-hmm. and I wish we were doing the podcast and we could have broken down the right. episodes yeah. and be like, that's, that's BS. No, mm-hmm. this was, you know, mm-hmm. that would have been a lot of fun. But anyway, you had a sympathetic jury. Mm-hmm. Um, two, two, one big mistake happened, which caused the whole thing. And that's why I think that Garcetti was in a, was, 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 was on the take and took a bribe. I really do because no other re- no other way could you think, any more illogical than to take the trial from a, from his true peers in Santa Monica, West LA, Santa Monica to downtown LA. Well, they, I think cases are won and lost. I don't care how clean, clear cut they are with juries. Of course, he got a jury, he got a former black Panther on the, on the jury. Well, they didn't want, he didn't want any excuses. Keep in mind, the Rodney King stuff had, had recently happened. And again, a jury in seem all white Simi Valley. If that case hadn't been moved, those cops would have been guilty. They guarantee they moved fucking, they moved the it. trial. They yeah. moved it to Simi Valley, all white ham and egg, go to work at nine, come home at five. A community cop of loving of cops, basically. Yes. Right? Cop loving community that we're going to acquit those guys. Mm-hmm. And they did. It's all about the jury. Location, 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 as they say, right? Exactly. Okay, back to LeBron James. Um, Bill, you know, LeBron James has 50 million Twitter followers, and I hope he's lost some with his recent comments, but people worship this guy, King James, as they call him. I don't even think he's a prince, but that's just me. Um, you know, he always wants to comment on these things. And there was a LAPD officer, a guy 24 years on the force, uh, Dion Joseph, who wrote a letter to LeBron requesting a meeting following uh, LeBron's attack on the cop. Because first of all, LeBron said he's tired of people getting killed by, by police, but 
he also put in there, he posted the cop's photo, and this is the day of the verdict, right, with Chauvin, and he says, you're next. Now, some would say that's that's a, that's a threat. I think he, what he meant is you're next to be um, found guilty of, of wrongdoing. But still, if something happens to that cop, could LeBron theoretically be charged with, uh, I don't know, a plot? That's, that's a stretch, but yeah. it sure didn't help the guy. No. And, and, and it was completely, completely irrational of LeBron to say something so off the hip and so um, uh, unfactual. Okay. Now, again, the guy, he needs, he needs handlers for his Twitter responses. He needs someone with a level head to control him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, he's, it's, com- it's completely off, off the, off. It's an unhinged thing to do. And a lot of things he does is are, are unhinged. And he thinks because he comes to LA that he gets a pass. Well, no, you don't. No, no, he, you don't. He's ruined the NBA. He's yeah, ruined I, it. I, I don't watch the NBA. I don't watch like I could, I hope the Lakers never win another game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, okay? he, he's and ruined. It's it. because of him. He's ruined. Exactly. I felt that way when he came to LA. I, I didn't like, like him I, when he was with the Cleveland or Miami or any of those. Uh, he, I just don't like him. I never did. I despise him even more now. Yeah. He's, he's ruined the NBA for fans and for, for Laker fans here in Los Angeles. I, I know a, a few. complete narcissist did it's you all about him did you get a chance to hear or read the letter that uh that was uh, i just saw that today and i knowing what i know about dion joseph he's a well-decorated highly respected uh uh cop who works the skid row area he's a senior lead officer which means you do a lot with the community so he's well versed on lots of things completely objective and i think it's uh, it was probably a very well-written letter and I hope LeBron, uh, you know, meets them halfway and I hope they meet. And I hope, I hope officer Joseph can uh, educate him a little bit. What do you think if I uh, read you the letter right now, Bill, what do you think? I would probably be bored with it. You think you would? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let folks okay. read the letter. I'll read it later. I'm sure. Dion Joseph. Yeah. Dion Joseph. Just Google, just de- Google him. Uh, it's probably very good. Very well. Re- I mean, okay. very, yeah. I, I have nothing in there. I would yeah. be like, Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you got, you got to see that. And, and he challenges, not challenges, requests a meeting with LeBron to have a conversation, right? With all this talk all the time about we need to come together. How come that never happens? It, to me, that's like magical comfort food. I'll come together, come together. You don't want to come together. No, you don't. You just want to, you just want to sit back up on your, on your soapbox and blast. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. So, and you know what? There's going to be another uh, another uh, situation, uh, life and death situation here. It's just part of life with uh, life for cops out there. And there'll be there'll be another tweet sent out. There'll mm-hmm. be another yeah. Yeah. protest. It's right. just uh, life continues to to go on and on and on. Uh, but anyway, yeah, shame on you, LeBron James. Absolutely uh, unbelievable. Did you see this bill? The you want to talk about bad governors? Uh, Megan Whitmer up in uh, up in Michigan. She's now mandating that two, I think it's two to four-year-olds have to wear masks in their state. Two years. How old's your granddaughter? She'll be four in August. Okay. Has she had to wear a mask or, or had to wear one out she, here? And she, because other people are doing it, she wants to do it. She okay. wants to fit in. So she wears one. Okay. Is yeah. it, has it, do you think it would be difficult to, <laughs> it's difficult to have two-year-olds eat their food, let alone put a mask on sometimes. Right. So uh, a complete lost cause. Yeah. What, what are we doing? Uh, good question. What I, don't, I can't speak from, she's a nut. <laughs> she's, she's, she's a nut. No, but keep, keep, yeah. Keep, keep, keep making great policies. Uh, I mentioned this in our, in our Facebook video bill, but I was, uh, I was so disappointed Monday morning. I realized 
that I had forgotten to watch the Oscars on Sunday oh, night. God, me too. I, yeah. Wow. I just, I was, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I got to wait a whole year again to not watch yeah. it. Wow. Right from the, from the, from the train station in LA. <laughs> great, great, great place. Great place. You know, I'll say this, uh, you know, Hollywood, the actors, the people that are part of it, they're hypocrites. There was probably, I, I'm going to say on the low end and I don't know, 800 to a thousand um, secu- security slash LAPD that worked that event in some fashion, whether it be at the beginning, the end, during, and I guarantee you those stars, they call them stars. And you know what stars spelled backwards are? Rats. Okay. They are guarded and escorted with an armed, whether it's a, it's a uh, cop that's currently a cop or a retired cop, they're armed. They've been in law enforcement they count on these people to protect them. And guess what? And guess what? Then they get up there like Regina King. She gets up there and blasts them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Regina, I used to like you. I don't like you anymore. I don't respect you. You brought so much negativity to the Oscars. You opened the show up by, by kicking a dead horse. I hate to use that as a pun. Using the Chauvin thing. Okay, he got what he deserved. You didn't need to bring that up, Regina. I liked you. Were a, you're a great actress. I loved you in Boys in the Hood. I loved you in a, in a show called Southland where you played a LAPD homicide detective and you played it very, very well. A very good character. And I had a lot of respect for you. I thought you got the big picture. You obviously don't. You've regressed into your... Into your um, into your self-absorbed, uh, non-factual, ideological, you know, stigma that cops are bad. Okay. I know which side of the, you know, you obviously, you know, which side of the bread, the butters, the butters on, and you have to go that way. But again, on the other hand, you had Tyler Perry who made a statement and it was outstanding. And he's no, and he's no uh, voice of conservatism or anything. No, he's, you know, liberal but he guy, gets but, it. but common sense comment, right? He gets it. If you want to elaborate, if you want to read up on what they said, and all that, we're not going to bore you with the, you know, you folks are not, our, our listeners are very, very smart people. You can look them up. You can see what they read, but, and then comment if you, whether you agree with us or don't, I don't care. Life is about disagreeing and being able to come to terms <laughs> yeah. with your disagreements rather than launching bombs at each other. Yeah. Okay. I have a lot of friends who are Democrats. I have a lot of friends, Republican. I have a lot of friends, Democrat. We agree to disagree and we can still hug and embrace and have a, a cold cocktail together and still be friends. Mm-hmm. That's what life's all about. Now, if I could have that kind of luck with, with wives, that's a whole nother point. That's a whole nother show. But again, Again, yeah, you know, yeah, no, that's, t- my, that's my bad. No, yeah, uh, Tyler Perry's comments, you know, well, I won't read un- into them all, but he basically, uh, he, his, his comments in summary was that he refuses to hate someone because they are, and he gave a list of, of, uh, of, of people and groups and races. And one of the things he threw in there was, I refuse to hate someone because they are a police officer. And I thought that was really powerful. There's all this preaching all the time about not judging groups of people or, or, you know, jobs or races or whatever and you know you got to throw in police in there there's a four-letter word in the alphabet that starts with an f and it's called fair 
fair. You thought I was going somewhere else. I was worried. Okay. It's called fair. And you know what? That's a fair statement. Mm -hmm. And that's what life's all about. Being fair. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. Sometimes things aren't going to go your way. But if the person that is behind those decisions is fair, I can live with it. Yeah, absolutely. That that's where I that's where I am with like I want to hear things when I hear somebody I disagree with, I want to hear something that I can like semi relate to or kind of all right, I hear where you're coming from. If I hear something that is said to me that is just completely, I mean, out of left field and destructive and uh I, I mean something like as an example, yeah, we're, we're going to mandate how many hamburgers you eat in a year. It's like, what? But what, there's there's not bigger issues out there uh, than hamburgers, uh, stuff like that. Um, that's where I like lose it. Well, hey, we need to, you know, let's have a fair conversation. And you know where Bill and I stand on most things uh, on this show. You know, we're not always we're, we're a little extreme at times, but hey, it's our show. We can do what we want. So, uh, yeah, I like that, Bill. Fair. That's a that's a very, very good way of putting it. OK, let's get back to some. Uh, to some sports if we oh, if we will let's have a breath of fresh air yeah yeah Let, what, remember sports where you're supposed to <laughs> escape politics and all this and that uh, yeah. uh we'll get to the uh, the dodgers in just a second bill but i know you're not a big uh ufc fan i'll tell you what i saw the clip of that poor bastard that got that broke his leg the other night oh and uh that made me uh you know quiver <laughs> That was bad. Oh, Chris Weidman. Holy smokes. Folded his shin in half. God, you got you got you got uh you got the bones of a 90-year-old man. Oh. Holy smokes, man. Go. That was that was ugly. The little kick Ooh. with the yeah, shin breaks. That made that made Joe Theismann's broken leg back in the day look like a sprained ankle. Didn't it? Holy smokes. And he smokes, goes to plan man. on it and oh. it's all uh, oh. flimsy. I God. thought it was gonna pop out through God. through the uh, bottom of his ankle. I've seen I've seen firmer jello. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to ask this and oh. maybe you're not ready for it. But since you mentioned it, mm-hmm. if you, if you care to pass, it's fine. If you want to abstain, what is, you know me, I don't pass on anything. I know that's why I'm asking it. What is like the worst injury slash whatever on a scene of a crime you rolled oh, up? God. That, Tra- uh, train wrecks that you can. Oh, okay. Trains versus peds. Oh, just. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's you you get slices that, that a butcher would be envious of. Okay. And just body parts everywhere. You get a clean cut. Oh, okay. And very little blood Mm. because it's, I mean, you, you would, you would have a torso here and you'd have the leg about a hundred yards away. Um, I I've never seen a plane crash before victims of a plane crash yeah but i have seen victims of a of a of a train versus pedestrian at a you know and trains there's no give to those things. usually suicide right usually yes so, although unfortunately in the city of riverside we have what's called california school of the deaf oh csdr yeah. yes and train tracks whoever put the school there in their infinite wisdom put them near some train tracks oh. and sometimes unfortunately and very very sad you would have some some students that would walk on the train tracks and they can't hear the train, but usually they could feel mm-hmm. the, the, the vibration of the tracks below them. Well, sometimes they didn't know how close they were until, you know, it too was late. too late. Mm. And yes, some of those, and those are just, just gut-wrenchingly horrible. Um, and a lot of times they were, there were suicides. Yeah. You know? And regardless, 
A death is a death. A dismemberment is a dismemberment. There's nothing pretty about it. And they are by far the worst. Oh, that is uh, ugly stuff. Um, now, I did have one where a lady jumped off the roof of the, was then the Holiday Inn. It's now, I think, a Marriott down by the Mission Inn, seven, eight stories. When she hit the deck, she was instantly dead, obviously. And I was working, uh, we were working, my partner and I were working homicide then. Any type of dead, unattended dead body you had to roll out. Well, <clears throat> we got there and you had some patrolmen there that were obviously very, very inexperienced and young. And the woman was there. She had a hole in her head and the brain was about 12 feet away. Well, what they did is they wanted to make sure she was dead. So instead of taking the, the, what the visual evidence was in front of them, they called an ambulance to run a strip on her. Why? Hmm. I don't know. So we get there and we're going, why are there, why is there a strip on her? Well, what, what was the deal here? Oh, well, you know, we wanted to make sure. So we called for uh, paramedics. And I looked at the kid and I said, okay. <laughs> I said, this is your brain. <laughs> and I walked him over to where the head was. I said, and this is your, this is your brain without a brain. <laughs> I go, the last time I checked, it is entirely impossible to function as a human being without a brain. Okay. Unless of course you're a first responder cop on the scene and you call for a paramedic to, <laughs> to run a strip on someone who's obviously dead. Wow. You know what kind of extra work that's going to cause us now? Yeah. He's, oh man, I'm sorry. I go, relax. He probably, okay. he probably went to college. That's where he, he got was probably educated. Yeah. Yeah. His- so anyway, those are ugly. Any type of, of, uh, you know, hard trauma from a, from a high distance can be ugly. Um, so anyway, that those, those Some come ugly. Away. Yes. Oof, man. Yes. Yeah. Gruesome injuries. I've, I've seen a few on a football field, not so many on like a baseball field, but that happens too. But football, I've seen broken legs right in front of me where I just went, Oh, that's bad. You know, we're, we're, Hey, go to the sidelines. Um, but yeah, that, that kick in UFC 261 was, was pretty ugly. Oof. Uh, but anyway, uh, he didn't, he only had, he didn't have two legs to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> there the bill barnes uh but i gotta tell you bill you don't have to love watching ufc but i i think guys like you would appreciate the leadership of it dana white i think is the best leader in sports you i'd like to see dana white run for public office i, I do too oh absolutely. i mean that's what we need we need oh, a, yeah. we need a guy with a, with a with a shaved bald head yeah okay if he grows a goatee even better we need people like that to stand up and say this is the way it's gonna fucking be folks <laughs> <laughs> lead follower get out of the way this is what, that's how we're gonna do it and he, that's the way he does it yeah and i like it oh yeah yeah i like a firm strong leader that you know what i'm not talking bullshit here this is the way we're gonna do it i like it oh absolutely you know you take gavin newsom's uh, dana white are Bruce you a california Hill? resident i'm i am calling for you to run for governor oh he's in las vegas but maybe wow. we can get him over over All right. this get him, side get him dual citizenship yeah he likes he likes freedom so he's not in the mm-hmm. state but uh the guy, the guy just knows how to run, not just a, a business, but a sports league. You talk about Rob Manford versus Dana White. There's no comparison. Jesus That's a, Dana White is the man. And he held the first, he was the first sport to come back last April in an empty arena this last weekend in the that's very, like, that's like comparing Elvis to uh, <laughs> tiny Tim. <laughs> Tim. Okay. 
<laughs> the very same arena they they brought sports back last year. Uh, they brought back the first full capacity indoor event uh, there down in Jacksonville. Fifteen thousand people. Uh, Dana says, "Hey, you want to wear masks? Go ahead. It's not required. Vaccinations are not required. We're going to be back." Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis helped kick off the event the night before. You know what they referred to Florida as, Bill? The Oasis of Freedom. I really like that. I'm I'm looking into buying swampland there and moving. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give me a chunk of land and I'm there. <laughs> I could you see know? you being a swamp guy. I, absolutely. Rocking chair out you know, there. I'm going to go out and fight alligators, you know, <laughs> and go out and, and mix with the crocodiles. Absolutely. That's me, man. Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. Give me man. some mountain woman who doesn't shave her armpits and, <laughs> and just wants to, you know, show all four of her teeth. Absolutely. Bring it on. Oh, man, this is. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, well, the media was really trying to stir up. Dana White and Ron DeSantis with their irresponsibility of having, you know, an event that wants to kill people. And I love them both. They don't take any crap from the media. No. Dana White just, just hammers the media when they're like, no, you guys are all un, you know, untruthful. And uh, he just gives it right back to him. He hammered his local newspaper. Um, I think it's great stuff. It's, I, I want to see DeSantis take a run at, at presidency. I think he will. I, I can't you know? think of anyone as, as far as the Republican side of things. I can't think of anybody else really who would, who would uh, Trump, be a front runner? People I, I, say Trump, no, but DeSantis has risen no, no, through the ranks. No. And no, DeSantis is a human. Can be have the human touch. Yeah, where where Donald is just a rich fucking guy, <laughs> and it's his way of the highway. And there's no bend. There's no give. If there was, he would want. He'd he'd have been reelected. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, he's just he's just run, he he rules with an iron fist. He has no people skills whatsoever. DeSantis is the legit deal in my in my opinion mm -hmm. uh yeah dana white was on the candace owens show and uh, she had a great great conversation they had uh dana white used to be this doorman in a hotel in boston just at a, just and he hit a moment in his life where he was like what am i doing i can't i can't keep doing this and then he got passionate and and you know went the direction he's gone but he he quote said this and i think this is so well said we've heard it from other people too but uh dana white said Quote, when you watch sports, you're tuning in to get away from all the crap that's going on in your life, whether it's your personal, professional, political, whatever's going on in the world, that's your time when you tune in. Never once did we talk about COVID. We didn't talk politics. We didn't talk about anything negative that was going on. When you come in and you watch two or three hours of our fights, you're tuning in for fights. You're coming in to watch a sport. You want to hear all that crap? Watch any other channel. God bless you, Dana White. So well said, well said. indeed. You need to be the commissioner of baseball, uh, the commissioner of other sports, and hopefully the governor of California. I, I clear, clear your schedule, Dana. We need you. So um, I'm a big UFC fan. Bill, you can at least support from, uh, from afar. I support it. I support it. The bald head. Yeah. The bald head uh, mm -hmm. uh, rules wild. Okay. Now back to some baseball, which you and I have a little, uh, a little experience with. First of all, the Dodgers on Sunday night blow a 7-1 to one lead over the Padres. And all I see from Dodger fans is, oh, the Padres are our little brothers. You know, they don't have any championships. Uh, Dodgers, Dodger fans, slow down. You, be you better fix your leaky faucet in your house before you start talking about uh, what a great life you have, right? Well, the leaky faucet is obviously the bullpen. Yeah. Okay. Awful. You know, you've got some, some, some guys that are throwing pus right down the cock. And guys <laughs> like, um, you know, Tatis Jr. Mm -hmm. are making a mockery of them. Yeah. Okay. And 
um, Trevor Bauer. Hey, great pitcher. You know, he, he's, he's, he's a little eccentric. He likes to talk. Well, Tatis talked back, didn't he? Yeah. What a concept. Touche. Uh, touche with, with the old bat. Uh, this is a subject I really want to get into. And this is this old school versus new school way of thinking in baseball. There are people who criticize baseball for being this old man sport, the, the last to evolve. We need bat flips. We need excitement. We need celebration. People want this like, there's this demand for chance. And I'm like, don't you like baseball for what it is? The, the way baseball is played, the policing of itself with, you know, over celebrating this taunting attitude. Uh, people want more and more to that. And I can't figure out why that is such a draw. What are your thoughts on this push for this new age of baseball? It's I, I'm against it, obviously, because I am that old man that likes to watch the, 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 the baseball that's the way it's supposed to be played. Um, there's, there's getting few and few of us left, you know, that are that way. I'll tell you what, um, uh, my old high school coach would be, if he's still watching major league baseball, I'm sure he's, he's just completely irate with the way this is going. We, I mean, we, I mean, people from my generation, we didn't play the game that way. We respected the game. If, if, uh, you know, if somebody threw at one of your guys, you know, our pitcher went out and, and returned the favor and now we're even. I know it has, it's okay. done with, yep. It's done with, um, you know, we didn't go out there to hurt anybody, mm -hmm. but we went out there to back our own. People think that is like a barbaric way of playing. And it's like, first of all, you don't know anything about it. Well, let's, why don't we do this Being then? Why don't we just go, let's go rob loot and, and burn <laughs> shit then. Okay, if that's barbaric. Law and order. Law and order. Um, Dave Roberts was asked about Fernando Tatis possibly peaking at signs uh, when he hit the two home runs. Uh, he kind of puts his head down. It doesn't look like it to me. But Roberts, Mr. the tough guy that he is, said something on, yeah, if that's true, it will be noted. And a reporter asked, oh, what? Like, you guys will change up the signs? And he was like, no, that's not what I meant. So, you know, inferring they're going to well, we'll lose or draw, whether, whether, whether Tatis was stealing signs or not, you know, his antics and running the bases will not be forgotten. No, no. And so how do you explain this to people, Bill? How do you put it into, cause you and I umpired, you and I had to watch every move guys did and college kids don't know the code we'll say as well as professional guys. Uh, so how do you explain to people that, these theatrics are not a good idea. They lead to problems and fights and then throwing situations. They lead to, how do you explain it to people who just don't seem to get it? Why not flip your bat in the air? You just hit a home run. How do you explain it to people? Um, well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Hey, I just closed a million dollar deal. Do I, do I, do I pick up the phone and throw it out the window? In celebration, <laughs> do I pick up my chair and 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 flip it. Let me flip this microphone. Okay. Yeah. What you know? I mean, come on. It's not a celebration. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. It's a it's a look at me moment. I say it this about a, it. It is absolutely is. It's look at I want attention. Well, you're getting enough attention, Jack off. You're making fifteen million dollars a year. <laughs> Much more attention to you. Go in the dugout, celebrate with your team. You yes. want to do something in there? Fine. That yeah. is what it is. But this whole like. I need to thump my chest. I need to, you know, and people are like, well, in football, you can do it. You could score a touchdown. And, and that's wrong too. You know, in my opinion, people, you, you see the problems there. Like, why are they policing all this taunting and stuff? Because it's a bad idea. You're putting it in our laps. Yeah. You know, in, in one 
um, sportsmanship is gone. In one corner of the mouth, Manfred wants it policed, and it's up to the umpires to do it. In the other corner of his mouth, he wants all this hoopla, you know, celebratory bullshit. Okay, so make up your mind, Rob. Do you want to you want to do it or do you not want to do it? Again, you're a completely weak sister commissioner. You are you 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 acquiesce to the times. You're not strong. You are gutless. You need to figure it out um, for the for the for the betterment of baseball and for the world. You should resign. Oh, one can dream. Is there a recall for for MLB oh commissioners? Let's get that vote started. Yeah. I mean, we're recalling Newsom. We're recalling <laughs> Gascon in LA. Let's not. Why stop with them? Why let's not? let's get Manfred out of there. Yeah, it's a new age. It's a new age of baseball, Rob. Let's let's then get your own league. Go start your own. Go your the own, XF, your own, the XLB. Your own woke league. Yeah, yeah the, the extreme uh, extreme baseball league, AB, XBL, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, stop that. Stop with this. So I'll tell you right now, it's April. The season is still young. And we're seeing more and more of this. Let the kids play. Let them bat flip. Let them let them do somersaults when they run their bases. And you're going to see problems. I don't care how much you push the agenda. Well, it's 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 a reflection of society as well. I, that's that's my point. Yeah, it's a reflection of society. And until you clean up society, you're not going to clean up baseball because baseball is a reflection of it. And what you permit, you promote. Blah blah blah. We either live with it, we either watch it, or we don't. We select our games we watch. We don't watch the teams like the Padres that like to do all that bullshit. We don't watch the teams like, uh, you know, I don't know who else, maybe the Astros who cheat. We, we become a little more selective, I guess. I, I don't know. I There's don't a right way to do things. And you hear that from the, from the old school guys, this and that. But like, Nua isn't always better. I mean, social media has just ruined so the many media, things. Social media, the, the look at me movement. The look at me, look how bitching, look how cool I am. Well, first of all, you're not bitching. <laughs> Second of all, you're not cool. Okay. And third of all, you're making an ass of yourself. Yeah. So if that's how you want to live and that's the way you want to be thought of, then be my guest. Be my guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, we're we're going to see, see more and more issues. And you know what? Unfortunately, the umpires are going to be the ones who have to be uh, of course, the arbiters, as always, and they're going to be the ones that uh, why are they why are they overreacting as always? Right. I mean, right. Freaking uh, baseball players yeah. acting like children. Well, someone's got to be the adult out there and it's going to be uh, umpires. Bill, what else, man? Um, I saw this. This is just my real quick comment. Students at a uh, Ohio State University in Columbus. They had a big like sit down protest of police. I say, pull all police off the campus, pull all police, uh, take no calls to that college. If that's how people are going to act uh, in, in some of these cities, even and pro- pull police out. Don't send them in anymore. See how good you do. I- I'm tired of it, man. I'm so tired of this, uh, this attack on, on police. And the only time you want to cop around is when you can't find one. Mm. Okay. I like that. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you do, let's go one or the other. I I, I say, we either come in and we take care of business and we respond with a, with a, with an absolute iron fist, be firm, but fair, mm-hmm. or, or we completely back off, completely backing off has never been something that I've, I've adhered to because you're giving up. Yeah. Withdrawing the up. troops isn't always no, a good don't situation. I, I don't like it when I, when I watch these pursuits that go at every hour on the hour in Southern California, 
you tune into to the news and you've got a two hour pursuit. <laughs> I don't like it when they go, we're into tracking mode. Okay. If the guy is driving so bad that you have to go into tracking mode, I say, treat him as an active shooter and take the fucker out. Oh man. Okay. What concept. Take him out. Eliminate the threat. Take him out. I guarantee you that shit will stop. Mm -hmm. That shit will stop. But again, you know, one uh, day guys, Dana White and Bill Barnes will be in charge and we can make the world. A well, place. you know what? <laughs> there will be some cleansing like you have not seen <laughs> in your life. <laughs> the shock and awe will be absolutely phenomenal. No doubt. If that happened. Oh man. Well said, Bill, is there anything else you want to talk about today or touch on before we, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a shorter show. I got that. Short, We've really? probably gone at least an hour. Hour 20? Hour 20. Oh, hour 20. <laughs> Come on. You know, people got 20, places. before after 25 minutes, you know, your, your attention span's gone. <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, you know, let's cut it. You know, I think we had a good Chris show. We had some good, good, good uh, things to talk about. I'm looking forward to a lot of comments, a lot of criticism, a lot of, uh, you know, just come on, take us on, bring it on. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's uh, take this show. Into you will be wrong, but, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll make an effort. All right. We love our listeners. We love hearing we from you guys. We do. Uh, and again, the stories I told today <laughs> do not reflect, do the, not the, views reflect of the podcast. My personal opinion on anything. I, in fact, I denounce that kind of activity. All right. I'm seeing it again. I denounce violence of any form especially violence against women. I think it's completely uncalled for. It's in violence on men by women. That's uncalled, uncalled for too. Although I think it might be a little more acceptable at times. Yeah, you have a few scars. Jesus, whatever. <laughs> um, mental scars, physical scars, emotional scars. I'm a scarred human being. Okay. So like I say, it was meant as funny, funny, ha ha. We so can still take, tell jokes as of now. Tell, tell jokes, people. Governor they have and, not uh, taken that freedom from no, us. No, haven't outlawed it quite yet. Anyway, I wanted to be abundantly clear on abundantly that. Abundantly clear. Good. As you should be, and we all should be. Guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. Another uh, weekly Wednesday weigh-in that's, uh, man, Bill, it's fun. To, we keep doing this every week. and uh, We keep, you know, it's a definition of, of insanity. Oh. You keep doing crazy things over and over and over again, and you don't learn from it. No, not at all. Well, so guys. Let the insanity continue. We'll be here next week. I look. I, I really like doing those little Facebook. I uh, do too. Little uh, props. Little warm up. You know, getting people just completely. You know, uh, mouth breathing <laughs> and 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 salivating for the show. Yes, absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, Bill. Well, thanks for joining me again. Always fun, guys out there. Thank you for listening. Hope everybody gets home safe, Bill. Get home safe by all means. Get home safe, and if you can't. Call somebody and they'll get you home. Absolutely. Or to their home, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Wherever you call home, right. get home safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. We greatly appreciate the support. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there, but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of ways and options to listen to the Get Home Safe podcast 
Anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. We also have a YouTube channel that is brand new for us. Not a whole lot of content on there yet, but we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward, as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time. So lots of options out there, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, offer uh, some suggestions or content uh, topics, or uh, just ask us some random questions. We always appreciate that. I know Bill Barnes does, especially on Wednesdays. So uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the Get Home Safe podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Guys, have a great rest of the week. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Thank you.